welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and in this episode, I'm really excited to have on Dr. Mark Maroli, Ann Green, and Professor Catherine Dean, because the four of us are going to pre- be presenting a focus symposium at the WCPT Congress meeting in Geneva, Switzerland in May. And our particular talk is going to be on Sunday, May 12th at 4 p.m. The title of our symposium is Education, Technology, and Informatics. And in this podcast, we decided to all get together to give all of you a little sneak peek about what what our focus symposium is going to be about. So, in this episode, we discuss, number one, the why behind our focus symposium, the current global entry standards for physiotherapy in relation to digital health technology and informatics, how technology affects the world of physiotherapy, and are we preparing new graduates to meet those demands? Of course, a little more sneak peek to, in, into our specifics of our talk and what we hope this symposium and discussion in Geneva will lead to. So a little bit more about the guest. Dr. Maroli is a physiotherapist and certified health infomatician for many years now. He has been a leading voice on all matters technology and physiotherapy. He has global reputation for his expertise in digital health and informatics, which has led to his involvement and consultation in the area across several WCPT and member organization events and initiatives. He has presented on digital health at several recent APA and WCPT conferences, run workshops, written articles for member magazines, and been interviewed on podcasts to discuss these areas, one of which was this podcast. His research interests include how technology is engaging patients to be more active participants in their own health management and how we can ensure the digital preparedness of future health professionals. Anne Green is the head of life sciences at Coventry University and is a fellow of the Chartered Society of Physiotherapy awarded for her contribution to education, research, and policy. Throughout her career, Anne has worked in higher education and has developed physiotherapy programs in the UK and internationally. She has been active within the professional accreditation physiotherapy educational policy and worked for the UK health regulator, the HCPC, in program approval and international registration. Anne's research output spanned 20 years with her earliest publication about admission and progression trends in undergraduate programs and her recent publications relating to postgraduate physiotherapy education and the development of individual uh, of the individual, the profession, and careers. She has been invited to speak internationally on advancing physiotherapy practice. Her current research with an intent- international team is on social media and its role in global physiotherapy professional networks. Anne is one of the co-founders of the Big Physio Survey, an open access resource which enables physiotherapists from, the, from across the world to share case studies online, which forms a global repository to showcase our rich and diverse population. 
And finally, Professor Catherine Dean is a physiotherapist with a full-time academic appointment with teaching research and administrative responsibilities. In 2011, Professor Dean moved to, oh boy, Macquarie University. I hope I said that, Macquarie University. In a key appointment for the university's expansion in health and medicine, she was appointed the inaugural head of the Department of Health Professions and has established NSW's first professional entry doctor physiotherapy degree. This DPT includes advanced physiotherapy skills, business management, leadership policy, and advocacy units, as well as completion of a research project. In 2014, she received the Executive Dean Service Award for engaging students and the community in establishing the discipline of physiotherapy, and in 2015 led the DPT teaching team, which was awarded the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences Excellence in Teaching Award. In 2017, she was appointed Deputy Dean of the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences. So, we've got a great panel, as you can tell. I am like, don't even know how I even got onto this panel with these heavyweight hitters, but I'm thankful to be a part of it. So, if you are going to Geneva, Switzerland, check us out Sunday, May 12th at 4 p.m. Hope to see you there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I want to Welcome Mark back onto the podcast and Anne and Catherine, welcome for the first time. I'm so happy to have you all on this episode. And for all the listeners, what we're going to be talking about is our focus symposium that's going to be taking place at uh, in Geneva, May, which is in Geneva, May 10th through the 13th for the WCPT meeting and our symposium is Education, Technology, and Informatics, and it is Sunday, May 12th at 4. So if you are going to be in Geneva, you're going to want to come to this Focus Symposium. Now, this all sort of started with Mark, so I'm going to throw it to you first as to, so you can tell the listeners why you wanted to even put this Focus Symposium together. Thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for doing this again for us, Karen. Uh, I'm actually really excited that uh, I've actually got you on as part of this wider team uh, to, to be part of this Focus Symposium in Geneva. Um, and it's great to be on your podcast again. Uh, but you're, you're right. I, I guess when we last spoke on the podcast, we talked, I think, more broadly about just the impact that technology, um, the wider discipline of informatics is having on the physio profession, um, future trends, uh, disruptors, etc. And I think obviously for not, in uncertain terms, that work has continued um, and that impact continues to grow. But one of the things, you know, obviously uh, I've been a physio educator for some time now and I think working in that space of um, health informatics, um, digital health, uh, so you know, the intersection of technology and healthcare, I think one of the things that's been really readily apparent to me for some time now is the need um, and to ask ourselves the question as to where this all fits into the way we educate our future physical therapists, physiotherapists. So I thought when calls for abstracts came along and sessions for WCPT that it would be very topical um, for WCPT and the wider profession to embrace the idea of you know, let, let's have a look at, at current ways we educate university students um, in this space. Have a look at perhaps where technology 
features in what we teach, um, where it should feature, where it can feature. Um, and I was just really glad to see the WCPT thought this was equally worthy um, of debate um, and put it up as a focus symposium for us. Uh, and the speakers on, on the symposium, the panel, yourself, uh, your entrepreneurial self, um, and Anne Green, who I've known for a very long time as a physio educator in the UK, um, and Kath Dean uh, over here in Australia as well, um, who's uh, a very innovative, forward-thinking educator, um, who's one of the few people I know who's pushed this stuff for many, many years before this was even really a debate. Uh, I thought you were all pretty much perfect um, exemplar people that could help push this topic and, and discuss it. So that was the motivation from my end. Um, I think it's one thing for you and I to talk about technology in the profession, but a very different but complementary thing to talk about how this all fits in education. Because um, I think that in no uncertain terms, we either don't do it, um, we don't know how to do it, or we do it quite ad hoc for the most part. Um, so it would be really, really nice to discuss um, at WCPT, and we're hoping to get along as many people as possible as to how we might actually go forward with this and see informatics, technology, digital healthcare start to become a more sort of interwoven thread in the way we're trying to future-proof this profession. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing this with all of you. So thanks for, thanks for spreading the word for us, I guess. Yeah, and I mean, I'm really looking, I've learned so much just from listening to the three of you. So I can guarantee if you're in Geneva, you are going to learn a lot with this uh, focus symposium. So Anne, let me throw it to you now. And can you give us a little snippet as to what your part of this symposium is going to focus on? Okay. Well, uh, hello, Karen. I'm really pleased to be part of this podcast and join this uh, panel. Um, so, um, as Mark said, I've been an educator for um, a long time. I've been involved with the professional body in setting curriculum guidelines. I've been involved with statutory bodies. And, um, and I suppose that's the obvious point when, when you start, when you're forming curricula. So it was really interesting to have a look at what the UK is doing and, and then have conversations with, with Kath and Mark about Australia and yourself about uh, the US. And what we all found was that there are very few guidelines. And so I'm really interested to discuss with everybody in the audience, is that a good thing? Is that a liberating or should there be more guidelines? Um, I've previously been involved um, with Mark in doing some research around social media. And it's interesting that a number of guidelines appeared from all corners once physios became very active on social media. So uh, it would be interesting to know um, what we can learn from that, uh, and whether as professions, accrediting bodies, individuals, we should be guiding or letting people freely develop um, uh, and see what happens. And do you feel like looking at those guidelines for social media, which like you said, I think we can all agree that probably most uh, physical therapy governing bodies of countries around the world have some sort of guidance yeah. on social media uh, that came way after people were using social yeah. media. So it's one of those kind of, are we asking for permission or asking for forgiveness? And, mm -hmm. and I think that's where guidelines around informatics can be kind of interesting because you want to know 
are we asking for permission? Or are we doing things like Wild West it? That's a, definitely a, a U.S. thing. Um, <laughs> Uh, is it going to be like the Wild West out there as more informatics and more technology get involved in the profession, where then people have to ask for forgiveness for certain breaches of, let's say, yeah. privacy or things like that? Yeah, I, I suppose I think what we did learn from social media and the guidelines that it essentially came around to good professional behavior and, um, and, and maybe... Um, maybe in terms of going forward with how people are using technology um, in healthcare, it'll perhaps be framed around, you know, the sort of common standards that we have for professional behavior and respecting patients' privacy um, and, um, and using evidence. Yeah, absolutely. And now, Kath, can you talk a little bit more about what you're going to be sharing uh, in Geneva with this symposium? Oh yeah, thanks Karen. Um, hi, I'm Kath and um, I'm an educator for a long time. In 2011, I changed university and I had the opportunity to develop a physiotherapy program from scratch, um, from a green field, which is, uh, I've never worked so hard in my life, but it's very exciting. Um, when I came to the new university, I really wanted to ensure that our graduates, it was future-proofed and future-focused. So I knew I had to embrace technology and, and um, health informatics. I wasn't quite sure how to do it. Um, I was very fortunate to meet market, meet market a conference who helped me out. And I really want to share at the conference a little bit about what I did, um, what worked and what didn't. Uh, um, the lessons I've learned, you learn a lot from the errors you make and hopefully I can stop some other people making some of my errors. Um, but I'm really interested in what other people have done because there's still lots to solve in how do we actually adequately prepare um, the future professionals for practice in an ever-increasing digital world. So be there Sunday, May 12th at 4pm, Geneva. And what, what do you feel like from your perspective and with the students that you've worked with in the past and are currently working with, what do you feel is the biggest, I guess, barrier to having these students be, whether it be, because they seem to be proficient in technology, right? But what is it that is maybe the biggest barrier about using this within the practice of physical therapy? I think it probably intersects a little bit with what Anne said, I think while they're often proficient in using the technology, they perhaps don't understand the ramifications around privacy um, issues. Uh, and then I think some of the other issues is it's around professional behaviour again. Uh, your, 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 your digital profile is, is, is reflects the profession as well. So you need to think about um, adequate or standards of professional behaviour. But I also think while they can be really good at technology and make flashy things, sometimes the content still misses the critical analytical skills that are needed. So um, in some ways, it's just another format for communicating and it has um, its own challenges about that, but what you do communicate has to be accurate and evidence-based. Yeah, for sure. And Mark, your, you know, your goal in putting this panel together is to really spark conversation and to get people interested in informatics. But one thing we didn't talk about in this podcast yet is, and it's a question I get every time I say, oh, I'm doing this focus symposium on informatics. It's what's informatics? 
<laughs> we have to refer people back to the other podcast episode, aren't we? But um, look, in, in uncertain terms, when we talk about informatics, we're, we're really talking about information science um, and, as, and essentially where technology plays a role in how we improve use of information in healthcare. So, you know, we, we're covering everything from the way we, we collect health information, store it, uh, analyze it, and then essentially put it into practice. It's about making healthcare safer, more efficient, more evidence-based, you know, improving essentially the quality of health information using technology, if I can put it in a nutshell. Um, but if I, if Karen, if I could probably just echo Kath's sentiments, really, it's, um, I agree 110% with what she said, but part of the other reason for having this topic and this symposium, uh, I think, yes, we're all passionate advocates, but this is also an exercise in supporting uh, our colleagues uh, and the wider physio profession as well. Um, and much like implementing technology into practice, whether that be a, a small practice or a hospital, um, you know, technology requires a big change management exercise. And one of the, you know, we were just talking about the barriers here. One of the barriers is also the confidence in this and the skill set and the background that our actual educators and, and workforce clinical supervisors have to support this too. Um, so one of the things I'm very passionate about and part of the reason for getting the word out there here is that, you know, we actually need to consider the existing workforce, the audience of this symposium, our colleagues, the other educators who are expected to teach these students these things but may not also feel 100% confident themselves. So I think that's probably one of the other barriers and considerations that I'd like to throw into the debate as well. Um, how we can support the existing workforce. And I think that's important. And I think part of what, I guess I should say what I'm gonna talk about during this uh, symposium as well. Um, but uh, I think what I'm gonna be speaking of, I'm coming at this from a practice owner, from a practicing clinician. So I'm sure people are wondering what I'm doing on this panel of academics because I'm not an academic. I'm not in, I'm not teaching in, uh, university, um, but I am coming at it from the point of view of the practice owner, the practicing physical, the practicing physical therapist, and the point of view of someone who may be hiring these students as they come out of school, and and supervising these students. And so I think from a practice standpoint, I mean I'm really looking for uh, graduates who at least bare minimum have an idea of what informatics are um kind of what we what mark you just said but i'm also looking at how can we use technology to make my practice run a little bit more smoothly and that can be an electronic medical proficiency in electronic medical records understanding how electronic medical records records work and why they're there um, and again the safety and privacy around that and also using technology with my patients, whether that be an app or a wearable. How It's like, yeah, anybody can use an app or a wearable, but to Mark's, uh, I think, other passion, you know, big data sets and things like that, yeah, anybody can do that, but then what do you do with the data that you're collecting? It's gotta go somewhere. You have to understand how to use that in order to help improve your patient's journey with you and also your practice as a whole. 
So that's kind of where I'm coming from, a little bit more of the how can this all be applied in the real world with real patients and real businesses, whether that business be a large hospital, which is going to be way different than what I do. Um, and in some respects, large hospital systems maybe have better data collection. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there because they have more resources at their fingertips. So I, what I'm looking forward to are the people who are sitting in the audience listening to kind of get, hey, this is what I use for my practice. So kind of sharing best practices amongst people from all over the world, I think can really go a long way in supporting each other, like you said, Mark, kind of bringing it back full circle. Yeah. Look, yeah, and that these symposia are very collaborative, and that's the whole point of this. Um, you know, we're, we're hoping to not talk uh, too much uh, outside of audience discussion. And I think we're at a very unique uh, and opportunistic point with this topic, uh, and I think that, you know, as a collective, and WCPT has always been a great forum for that, um, to really shape this debate um, and actually create some set of, of you know, guidance going forward uh, and again like Kat's ha has said in, in our discussions a lot um, guidance is one thing but you know creativity is another um, we actually hope that some of the ideas come from the room and come from the session and so let me ask you all the same question before we wrap things up here and that is your pie in the sky view of this symposium what would be the best outcome you can hope to achieve at the end of this two-hour symposium, right? Two hours? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what would be your, your best outcome for this two-hour symposium? So any one of you can kind of take it first. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead, Anne. Well, I'd like people to think that it, the time went really fast and they wish their discussion and debates could have gone on longer and that they will continue those debates um, at the conference and that each person will go back and say, I am going to get involved. I am going to effect change in my own region, in my own area with the people that I'm interacting with. Awesome. Mark, Kath, either one want to... Um, for me, uh, I would like to connect with people who had some bright ideas of, that they've tried and had success with and um, really um, happy to, to just have a network of, of academics that are really trying to work on this so you can actually have a kind of a community of practice where you can share your ideas and share what's gone worked well and what hasn't. And, and um, look, there'll always be local contextual factors, but there's probably lots to share and, and, and some good ideas if we can get together in a, in a virtual environment over time. Nice. And Mark? Yeah, look, similar for me. I think what I'd love to see is very much the way that the whole social media landscape ramped up um, on the back of WCPT congresses. I'd love after this congress, you know, educators far and wide start to actually talk about this stuff, start to try and think of ways um, to bring this into professional development and university curricula and that um, technology, digital healthcare, informatics stays, you know, high on the, you know, WCPT and or member organisation agenda um, and we sort of see it as a regular feature at, at conferences and etc. So from, from this day forth type of thing. Yeah, and I think that's they're all great views. I would say I would hope to kind of meet other clinicians and practice owners who maybe can 
again, collaborate and be the driver for a lot of the technology that we're seeing in everyday use that can then be brought back to maybe local universities and to say to them, hey, listen, this is what we're seeing in practice. This is what needs to be taught to your students. And then see if we can have that collaboration between the academics and the clinicians, which I think is sorely lacking um, in our profession as a whole. That's just my opinion. Um, but I definitely feel like having great collaborations between the academics and the full-time clinicians can just drive the practice forward in, in a way that will make us more innovative and creative and, and quite frankly, a happier profession. Um, so that would be my sort of pie-in-the-sky view, is to really get a lot of cross-pollination between all of us. Absolutely. So, all right, one more time, I'm going to thank Mark and thank Anne and thank Kath for coming onto the podcast today and for being great partners uh, in what will definitely be a really fun and interactive symposium. Again, it's, edu it's called Education, Technology, and Informatics, and it's Sunday, May 12th at 4 p.m., and that is at the WCPT conference in Geneva, Switzerland. So if you're there, come by um, and sit down, share your thoughts, make sure you're coming. We want you to come armed with your thoughts on informatics, what you're doing, what worked, what didn't, so that we can have a really robust conversation within the room. So uh, guys, thank you so much for coming on and I look forward to seeing all of you in, in real life. In Geneva. Thanks, thanks Karen. Thank yeah. thank Soon you. enough, just a few weeks. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Thanks. And everyone, thanks so much for listening. Have a great couple of days and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.